From coast to coast across America, it's the U.S. Property Podcast with the latest real estate news, interviews, and market trends. And welcome back to the U.S. Property Podcast from coast to coast across America with the very latest in real estate property news, trends, and predictions available, of course, on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. And we are catching up this morning with Tom Ostasek, a busy working principal broker from Tulsa, working with the Keller Williams Realty Company. And good morning to you, Tom. Welcome to the US Property Podcast and great to have you on with us this morning. And first off, as mentioned, you are in the Tulsa area. Are you a local born and bred person? Hey, Craig, thanks for having me on your show. Yeah, um, no, actually, I am not. I, I've i been here now close to 18 years, which I never thought I'd be here this long, but I've truly grown to love and call this place home. Now, Tulsa, tell us a little bit about it, because it is the second most populated city in Oklahoma after Oklahoma City. The population, I think around the the inner city is 415,000, but the greater area has more population, right? Yeah, we're uh, we're probably closer to a million people in greater Tulsa, which includes, you know, the suburbs, the cities around it. Bixby, Jinx, Broken Arrow, uh, Owasso. These are all uh, surrounding cities that make up about a million people. And uh, yeah, we, uh, we're second largest in Oklahoma, but those who know, know that Tulsa is a much prettier, better place to live than Oklahoma City. Yeah. And, and why? why? Why do you think that is? Because you know that there are Oklahoma City people listening right now saying, why? Why is Tulsa better? Sure, they know why. Uh, we we have more hills and trees, smaller in the sense that things are closer together. Oklahoma City is a little bit more spread out. Those in Oklahoma just know. Now, what makes Tulsa unlike any other city across America when it comes to real estate? And what is happening in your local area with regard to property? Sure. You know, uh, basically across the U.S. and over the last 2023, we saw fewer houses, properties being sold. Oklahoma, Tulsa specifically, we are below the national average as far as home costs. So it's more affordable, the cost of living's lower. And so we also saw a dip in housing purchases, but we're growing in general. And so I'd say just in the first couple of weeks of the year, we've already seen an uptick in activity in buyers and sellers. What about uh, people migrating from other states into Oklahoma? What has been happening with regard to that in particular to Tulsa? Yeah, Tulsa, you know, I like I said, I've been here 18 years. I used to live on the West Coast and I think Oklahoma is just a flyover state. But now, I've, like I said, I've, I love this place and I've grown to love it. But now I see a lot of people moving to Tulsa and a few reasons why, again, back to the, the cost of living. But also we have incentives for businesses to move here, tax benefits. We have something called the Tulsa Remote Program that incentivizes remote workers to move to Tulsa and they give them $10,000 we have a city that's growing. I swear our downtown, the, the skyline's changed. Overall, it's just growing because I think partially because of our politics and our different things that are going on make us uh, much different than the coasts when it comes to all things that go with that. 
Yeah, incentivizing companies. I mean, this is a great thing for sort of driving and fueling the the real estate market. Is that what you're finding as a result of the the local economy? Yeah, yeah. You know, we Tulsa was really built on oil and gas, and we still have a big chunk of that here, but most of that has moved to Houston. And so Tulsa really had to figure out who, you know, what business was going to maintain the locals. And and really, I describe it as we don't have a lot of headquarters here, but we're a great area for satellite businesses. So the offices of major corporations, because we have low cost of living, yet we have an educated population with several large universities around us. So we're really diversified now in, in the businesses that are in Tulsa. All right, so let's have a look. Let's cast our minds back to 2023. Of course, we witnessed a hostile housing market with that surge in a 30-year mortgage rate from 6% all the way back in February of last year to 8% in October. Now, that caused a peak median home price above $400,000 and decreased, of course, affordability. However, the good news is there is some positive changes expected for this year. Forecasters are predicting lower mortgage rates for 2024, potentially providing home buyers with increased purchasing power. So it's great to hear a little bit of optimistic uh, forecasting. How do you think that is likely to play out, particularly in the first uh, two quarters of this year. Yeah, uh, obviously being in this industry, we're hoping these rates are coming down. I just sat through a meeting put on by a mortgage broker educating us on a number of financial uh, levers that are being pulled that they believe it's going to come down to five and a half to six percent by the end of the year. And so hopefully we see some of that in the first quarter. Now I will say the median home price across the US is about 400,000. Here in Tulsa, we're at about 315000 320000 So, um, you know, I see with those rates coming down, those house, house prices are going to go up everywhere, including Tulsa. Now, I know, Tom, first home buyers, their ears potentially just pricked up when you said the average median house price is 315000 Perhaps for the audience, what does that buy you, three hundred and fifteen k in Tulsa in 2024? Yeah, that would get you a nice three to four bedroom house, probably two, two and a half baths. You know, there's different pockets uh, around Tulsa, but a nice community, good school districts. Uh, That's one of the benefits of being in Tulsa. Now, the follow-up question to that is, if it's 315K for a house, what about an apartment? I mean, what's the difference now when we look at the median price for an apartment? First-home buyers, perhaps there's a couple with no children looking to get, you know, something a little cheaper. Here in Oklahoma, um, we really, we, maybe a condo or a townhouse, but major cities sell apartments. We don't necessarily do that here in Tulsa. So I would say a condo you could get into, which would be maybe two bedrooms, one bath, maybe two bedrooms, two bath, probably anywhere from 70000 to 120000 
All right, so let's just uh, double down on the mortgage rates. You said that you went and heard a mortgage broker talking and they're expecting the the mortgage rate maybe 5.5%. Interesting that Fannie Mae Mortgage Bankers Association and National Association of Realtors are predicting uh, rates falling below 7% in the second half of this year. So that's probably in line with what you heard from the the mortgage mortgage broker, although a decline in rates is anticipated, it it may not be smooth with potential large swings both up and down. So I don't think we're sort of out of the woods just yet. Yeah, you know, nobody has a crystal ball. I certainly don't. Um, I I see the data points that show it's probably headed that direction. Uh, But, you know, that may make it more affordable But then again, that's going to create more competition because I know just me personally, I've got a number of clients that are just sitting on the sidelines waiting for those interest rates to go down. And I know there's hundreds, if not thousands, and across the U.S., millions of people waiting for those rates to come down. So that means multiple offers and with that increased price points because of multiple offers again. And I want to ask you about the phenomenon of rate lock-in where homeowners are reluctant to sell due to low mortgage rates. Now, they may begin to ease as rates uh, fall and homeowners build equity. Interestingly, the economists are anticipating that this is going to ease to be a multi-year process uh, leading to more homes available for sale and potentially reducing upward pressure on prices. How do you think that is likely to play out for 2024? Yeah, I'm already seeing that. I'm, I'm you know, I've had some clients quoted six and a half percent on some loans and I'm seeing more activity. I've, I've listed a couple of houses already in the start of this year. Previous to this, why would you want to move out of a house that you have a three percent interest rate go across town to pay seven to eight percent. Well, that doesn't make a lot of sense. But now with those rates coming down, like I said, I've already seen six and a half percent. And if they continue to go down, it's really going to loosen things up. And I think people are not going to feel that locked in feeling and be willing to move. You know, the thing that I'm reading from you there in Tulsa, Tom, is that there is a bit of optimism for 2024. You're feeling quite upbeat, I think, when it comes to your local real estate market. Very perceptive. Yeah, you know, 23 was uh, a challenging year. Had a lot of false starts in my business. I definitely think you are right in your perception of my my outlook. I, I do feel it's optimistic. And I, I think this, at least in the probably first half to probably election time, I think things are going to be very active and we're going to see a, an uptick in the real estate market, especially here in Tulsa. And just before I let you go, what is the one thing that you hope that you don't see in 2024 that you had enough of last year in 2023? You know, anytime we see the rates go up, you see buyers basically freeze and suddenly they question everything. So with those rates going up, it's like people have peace of mind when the rates are going down. So yeah, uh, hopefully there's no uptick in the rates. And I think overall, that'll, that'll be good for business. Well, great to catch up with you, Tom, this morning on the U.S. Property Podcast. Uh, Enjoy your day out in the real estate world, and uh, no doubt we will talk again soon. All right, Craig. Thanks for uh, having me on your show.
While we can't predict the future of the real estate market, we can provide you with insights on what's currently trending. It's powerful information at your fingertips on the U.S. Property Podcast. In fact, there was almost exclusively people either coming or going. The other major segment would have been like a family dynamic change, maybe a divorce or a death in the family. But those are the only clients that were moving anyway. So mostly it was those leaving were cashing out. Typically they were going to make X and then they were going to go buy a house elsewhere for half of X. Those that were moving in came with a lot of money. They were not afraid to overbid. And those that had been burned once or twice by other bidders, they really would bid high. I I could give many examples. There's one off the top of my head. It was a list price of 1.5. We had multiple offers. A buyer from the East Coast offered 1.9 cash just to make the problem go away. So she was overpaid by 200,000 above the next highest offer. <laughs> wow. It's all about long term, isn't it? If somebody is is staying in that property five, 10 years, I mean, it's academic at the end of the day if they do pay slightly over market price. From powerful and up-to-date news to professional real estate experts with the latest property trends, know your property with the U.S. Property Podcast.